In this episode, I'm going to be going over the five keys to selling your home in this slowly evolving buyer's market, basically sharing with you the secrets to my success in selling homes in a buyer's market for the most amount of money possible, even breaking sales records in a down market. Let's do it. Welcome to the Housing Experts Podcast. My name is Tom McGivern, the home sales expert. I'm a licensed real estate broker associate. The Housing Experts Podcast is all about real estate, owning it, buying it, and selling it, and doing it right. In less than 22 minutes, I make things clear and simple so that you, the listener, can feel confident in your decisions. From in-depth local market analysis you won't get anywhere else to the strategies and information that help you make the best decisions possible. I cover it right here on the Housing Experts Podcast. Thanks for listening. What gave me the idea for this topic was basically thinking about the year 2009, right? As the home sales expert, and as I call myself with a ton of experience selling in all different markets, I have the hands-on experience, like the information that kind of puts things in perspective. So like in 2009, I had so many people, right? Uh, that would, you know, we're looking to sell their house. And the, the number one thing that they would say, the like within five minutes of me meeting them would be, Hey, listen, I don't have to sell Tom, right? I don't have to sell. And they th- said things like, I'll just wait for the bar, you know, the market to come back. And so, um, again, this is 2009 and they, you know, so they waited and they waited and they waited, right? And when you want to sell within six months to maybe let's say a year, you know, you want to go, you know, relocate to Florida, join the, your kids with the uh, grandkids, or you want to downsize or whatever it is. Waiting three to seven years or more, it's a, it's a long time. So, you know, waiting for the market to quote unquote come back. And what happened was a lot of those people, they didn't, they didn't wait that long, right? They didn't wait until 2017, 18, you know, from 2009, just, you know, that's 10, that's a eight years, nine years. Um, they ended up calling me up and they, they were selling at the bottom of the market, 2012, 2013. And since we're in this changing market where homes are not selling anymore as quickly as they once were, I figured I'd share these five kind of like there's my secrets to selling houses, right? In a buyer's market, right? That's the mentality. Now, are we in a buyer's market? I discussed that in episode 39 in uh, a lot of detail. So if you, I highly suggest you listen to that, but overall it's a changing market. We're not in a buyer's market yet, but this this content is going to give you the, the the tools, like the mindset to say, hey, this is where I need to focus and uh, well, focus in order to get the results I'm looking for, okay? The results you're looking for, obviously, if you're selling your home is to sell it for the most amount of money, okay? Uh, that's usually like one of the first things that you think of when you go to sell your house. So let's dive into these. The five keys to selling in this market currently 2000 at the end of 2022, as we enter 2023 and still sell for the most amount of money are this five things, sales price strategy, buyer showing accessibility, showing environment, attention to details and your agent representation. I'm going to go into these in detail, but those are the five sales price strategy, buyer showing accessibility, showing environment, attention to detail, and your agent, your agent representation. 
first and foremost, sales price strategy. And, and this, without a proper price, nothing sells. So if it's overpriced, it won't sell. If it's underpriced, right? The buyer, there's no buyer walks into a, a, a store and looks at anything or goes to buy anything in the history of the universe. And no buyer has uttered these words. Oh, that's priced too low. I'm not going to buy it. Right? It just doesn't happen. See, as a, as an agent helping people, the uh, homeowners to to sell, it, it's it's not the easiest thing to grasp because you think, hey, there's so much value in my house, and I and as your agent, I want to believe that, and I want to market it, and I want to sell it. That's my job. But the sales price strategy is pricing a home. It's the core of everything: the marketing, the advertising, everything else. If if that's not correct, it doesn't even matter. Right, but it doesn't mean you have to price it "quote unquote" low. It's just a measure of your ability to sell at a certain price point that you're comfortable with, and refining that number and getting to that number is going to be very, very important. So, back in 2009, I want to share a little story real quick. I had like probably over 20 families, 20 people wanted to sell, and I could tell right most of the time that. You know who was really motivated, and these people were pretty motivated. Whatever their reasons were for for selling, one in particular, okay, they listened to my pricing advice, and we ended up selling the house for only two point nine percent less. Right? I looked it up because I remember this this house, and I remember a lot of agents coming into the the uh, broker open houses, the broker open houses, which which we used to do broker open houses. We haven't done those for the last uh, two years or several years. They're going to be a thing again because that's a marketing tool to get the brokers in to see your house. But uh, and we sold it in, in less than 50 days in a market where every other house was on the market well over 100 days. I also sold the house for $45,000 $45, more. And I remember this specifically because agents were coming in and saying, oh, the house is only worth four hundred like $80,000. Oh, you, you know, you, your listing price should be four seventy nine. dollars Okay, this is a house in Ronkonkoma that I sold. And my strategy was simple. Price it a little bit higher than their lowest number. Okay, and that was usually my my strategy. If I had to go there, normally I would want to price it lower and then drive the buyers up. But this house also had some things going for it. So I knew I could find the right buyer for it. It's almost like a needle in a haystack search. And, and that price, if I lowered the price too much, I would get too much of the wrong buyer. Whereas if I priced it a little bit higher, I would get the right buyer. And that's what we did. But we listed the house at 539 and sold it for 523. And that was $23,000 over my client's bottom line number. And it wasn't about wiggle room or anything else. It was just a strategy where I knew if we priced it correctly, we would find the right buyer. So that mentality, having the experienced agent come in, knowing what kind of buyer profile is going to be into your house is super important. And then coming up with that pricing strategy, that's either A, going to get the right buyer needle in the haystack buyer and, or you just have that pricing strategy where I always recommend if it's worth 600, we're going to price it at, you know, 559 or 569 under market and, and drive those prices up. And not for nothing, that's what we were, you know, a lot of real estate agents were doing in 2020, 2021, and 2000, you know, part of 2022. And, the, and you know, I would list a house, you know, $499 and sell it for $560 uh, multiple, multiple times. Uh, that's just the way it was. Not anymore. Okay. But so that's the first thing. 
the, the housing, the uh, pricing strategy, very, very important. And, and I never call it an asking price. It's always a marketing price strategy. Okay. Um, so let's move on to the second one, access to the home. And this one is tried and true because it is the, uh, it's like a pillar of uh, a basic pillar of selling a home. You have to have um, a good flow, a, an ease of showability, whether it's, you know, obviously the agents who are calling to uh, schedule appointments, uh, open houses, okay. Open houses to market the home. Open houses are good because uh, they, I wasn't a big fan of them during COVID uh, and up until 2022 now, I really didn't do that many open houses. I don't think I did more than two at the most prior to this because of the way the market was. I'm more of a data-driven person, so I wasn't doing open houses. But now open houses, yes, because it gives access to the uh, the buyers. All right. Alter also, to this point, you as a seller have to be able to be flexible and know that your schedule is going to be jammed up. So trying to give as much access, even a lockbox, very, very important. That uh, promotes more showings. It puts that right energy in there. So you want to make sure that the home is accessible to as many people as possible, as many open times, be flexible with your time. Super important. Third, the showing environment. All right. And it's the showing environment that reflects the buyer's tastes not so much yours. And it's not about taking every picture down from the wall. Like I think some agents, they're a little bit naive, especially newer agents. They think that you have to take every single photo of your family down. I disagree hundred percent with that strategy. But if you have a thousand photos of your family all over the place, then yeah, you want to take some down. Okay. But you, you more importantly, you want to make sure that the, you know, lights, sense, and music. Okay. Make sure all the lights are on. Make sure you're going to get showing instructions. All my clients get showing instruction, instructions on how to set their home up for the right tone. If I'm not going to be there, some sellers, they want me to be there to show their houses. And then I, I try to do the best I can, but that affects access to the home because my schedule, right? I might not be able to be there at 10 AM on a, on a Monday. Okay. You're at work. We put a lockbox on it. An agent is ready. They need to, uh, you know, they have a ready, willing, and able buyer. They're available on at ten o'clock on a Monday. My opinion: you don't wait for me to try and finagle my showing when I have multiple clients. I have my own, uh, uh, you know, thing going on. I may not be able to be there for all the showings, so I don't always recommend you saying, "Oh, I have to have you here to to help sell it." You could do that, but it's got to be a, a mixture, and you have to keep in mind the second rule, which is access to the home. But lights, sense, music. Sense being, make sure the house has aromas that are kicking it in, in a good way, okay? And uh, all the lights are on and you have some music going on in the background. Um, and the showing environment, make sure it's all clean and clear. That's what I always say, clean and clear. We're gonna do, we're gonna dive into closets. We're gonna dive into entryways, foyers, all sorts of stuff. I can't tell you how many times I've been in listings where I'm going to show a house and I walk in and I walk into an agent who I know has had many years of experience and I can tell they haven't given one, they haven't even given one thought to the person's house because it's cluttered. Now you, my listings, that's not, that's not what happens. And it's all the little details that go into that, which leads me to the fourth, which is attention to detail of the home. Okay. That's in the description and the photography. And that also filters into 
the uh, showing environment, paying attention to those details, getting it ready for photography. And then you don't have to keep it photo ready all the time, but we're going to do photo, you know, photography. And there's little tricks of the trade that I know. Uh, and from there, the description of the listing. But then when they come to the house, it's got to have that same kind of flow. All right. Because what they see in photography, you want to make sure that it's, it meets their expectation when they go to see the house and the description, paying attention to those details. Like I want to know every detail of the house, all the amenities, everything, age of, age of the roof, age of the burner, because these are the questions that the buyers are going to have certificates of occupancy permits, uh, you know, when you last did, you know, updated the, uh, painted the deck, whatever it is. Okay. Uh, details about if you have a pool, details of maintenance, details of the mechanics. Okay. The more technical your home is, I like to have all those details in place so that the buyer can easily access them and, and, you know, just know them. So when they're there in the house, they're paying attention to the environment of the home. And that's like, oh, wow, what's, let me see these details on this piece of paper. The piece of paper is there, but they don't even have to ask the questions because everything's there. Really important. Okay. The fifth thing, and this is going to be probably, um, I'm going to weight this one more important than all the others except the price because uh, agent follow-up and response time, the professionalism the agent has, your agent's representation in the market is super important, vital. That means emails need to be answered. That means texts need to be responded to. That means phone calls need to be responded to. Inquiries need to be responded to, whether it's from an agent or a buyer directly. And the reason for that is it sets the tone for how the home sells. You know, the, the more experienced agents, when they're following up with your agent and, and they're not getting, you know, that back, to, you know, you're not getting back to them. your agent isn't getting back to them. They can easily guide the buyer in a different direction towards another listing. So you never want to take that risk. You want to make sure that your agent is following up they have great response time and that their uh, representation of your home is professional no matter what. And when you get into the negotiations, it filters into everything. Okay. And if you look, you know, I can look at listings sometimes and I could tell uh, this agent doesn't have it together. I can just tell, I can tell by the description. I can tell by the photos. I could tell when I email them, they don't get back to me for 48 hours. Um, you know, I don't, as if I'm representing a seller, I try and take the mentality, like, would I want my agent to not respond to an email and have to make the other agents trying to show my house, send me an email, text me and leave me a, a voicemail. Would I want that for, you know, the agent representing me? And no, I wouldn't. Doesn't mean I, my agent has to immediately respond to every little thing. Okay. But a certain professional, uh, tact is, uh, it goes a long way when you list the house. Of course, I'm a licensed realtor. So I'm going to put that in there that one of the top five things is your agent. And I'm going to weight that higher than everything else on the list. I just talked about other than price. Um, but it's equal to that. Um, I would put it just as equal to, to that, um, but again, if you have a price that's just a stinker and it's way overpriced, you could have the best agent in the whole world and the home is not going to sell. So that's going to wrap it up here. Let's recap again. We have 
the five keys to selling in a market and getting top dollar still even in a buyer's market and and if i'm if i'm going to sell my house if i was selling my home in this market or my mother was selling her home in this market right my best friend so this is the things that i would focus on as their agent and of course i all my clients this is what i this is what i go through these are the five things that i'm going to look at all right i'm going to look at our pricing strategy i'm going to look at the uh, uh, access the buyer is going to have. How can we make this as easy as possible for people to see it? All right, the showing environment. We're going to manipulate. Uh, I should say, manage and enhance the uh, environment for the for the house so it shows uh, uh, perfectly or as, as just as nicely as possible. Uh, we're going to pay attention to all the details, and I'm going to represent the house professional into the marketplace. My name is Tommy Givern. If you want to grab. Um, something i'm gonna have a message at the end for buyers and sellers so listen to that i will see you or we'll talk to you on the next episode thank you so much this is episode 40. Uh, i have a spike in people listening so that's awesome please feel free to share this with people that uh somebody that you know who's thinking about buying a house or selling a house i would love to help them out see you on the next one take care As a gift for listening to this podcast episode, if you're thinking of selling, text the word PODCAST to 631-831-9048 for a no-obligation appointment to discuss the value of your home and the process of selling. You'll get 10% off the commission when I sell your home. Text PODCAST to 631-831-9048 now, and I'll get back to you to set up an appointment. Thank you.